Hello, SFFYA listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the sometimes deep and dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy, because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington, I'm recording on November 3rd, and today I'm talking about books I read this year and haven't talked about yet. I like to do this towards the end of the year to make sure I got everything. And I never have, so it works out pretty well. Let's see, before we get into those, I want to remind y'all that it has finally happened. We have paperbacks over at TBR. If you hate carrying around bulky hardcovers or you're on a budget or you want a wider range of recommendations, especially for that backlist sci-fi and fantasy or all of the above, you can get a paperback subscription from TBR curated just for you by one of our bibliologists. You can also gift it the holidays, they are upon us. Get all those details at mytbr.co. That's mytbr.co. All right, and now we'll have a sponsor, and then we will talk about books. Today's episode is brought to you by Sourcebooks Landmark. So King Solomon says something very interesting to his son before he dies, and that is, quote, don't let the white man take the house, end quote. These, as I just mentioned, are King Solomon's last words to his son as he dies. Now, all four Solomon siblings must return to North Carolina to save the kingdom, their ancestral home, and 200 acres of land from a development company. Told in alternating viewpoints, Long After We Are Gone by Tara Shelton Harris is a searing portrait of the power of family and letting go of things that no longer serve you, exploring the burden of familial expectations, the detriment of miscommunication, and the lessons and legacies we pass on to our children. It's an explosive and emotional story of four siblings, each fighting their own personal battle, because who isn't, who return home in the wake of their father's death. Make sure to check out Long After We Are Gone by Tara Shelton Harris. And thanks again to Sourcebooks Landmark for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang. So this is an interesting love story. It's great for fans of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and High Fidelity. It's set in the mid-90s at NYU. And it follows young Wang, who has gotten the advice of love through Chinese numerology from his uncle. So he believes that he will have seven great loves in his life. And then he meets Irena in 95 and she's like the best. She's brilliant, charismatic, quick-witted, funny. They fall in love. But the thing is, she's number six. So if he is to have seven great loves, does that mean his time with Arena is going to come to an end? So this is a love letter to Western pop culture, Eastern traditions, and being a first-generation New Yorker. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang for sponsoring this episode. So... I had a good reading year, although, y'all, I have not read as much as I thought I had. I went and looked at my spreadsheet and it was like 60 books, which is as far as the average reader goes, that's a lot. But I've been reading professionally for over a decade and I usually don't go any lower than 100. So that says some things to me about this year. And here we are. 
It's just, they don't seem to get any easier, do they? But I've been so in love with pretty much everything I've read, so I'm not complaining. It was a quality year for reading for me and continues to be. So both of my picks today are speculative fiction in that they have a little bit of everything going on. So I love a genre blend. The first book I want to talk about is a collection called First Year Orientation. It is edited by Eric Smith and Lauren Gabaldi. And Eric Smith was, you may remember if you've been around for a minute, one of our Book Riot writers and podcasters. He was on the YA podcast for a while. He's a good person and I'm happy to know him. And also, this collection is great. It is YA or new adult, technically. I mean, they're, you know, teenagers going to their first year of college. And these are linked short stories, but they all have different authors. There are 16 different authors. That is an accomplishment, y'all, as somebody who knows about assembling an anthology, like linking all of the stories you get from 16 different people is a ta- like a, a whole situation, a challenge. So I love that they did this. And I love the range of stories in here. From a speculative angle, there is a haunted dorm room story. There is a time travel story that involves a taco shop. Like there is a bunch of vaguely supernatural different kinds of speculation going on in here. Um, And there's also a huge variety of experiences. I think a lot of that first year of college stuff tends to be not one note, but focused on a very specific kind of first-year college student, you know? And I loved how broadly the writers in this collection imagined. So, you know, some of them are, like, ready to go, super excited, ready for their parents to be gone. Some of them are more nervous and reluctant and, like, sort of clinging to home. Um, Some of them are not attending college. They are working at college. Like, they don't, they're not attending college. They graduated from high school and now they have a job because sometimes that's what you do. Some people got in by the skin of their teeth. Some people are like, this is their third choice college. It's just a a really lovely range of experiences and characters and styles. And I just think it's great reading. It also would make a great gift if you have a first year college goer in your life. I can see this being really fun for somebody. There's definitely a story in here that would make them feel seen. And it's just a delight. I mean, I remember my first year of college both like cringedly and fondly. It was a very mixed bag. So this was a fun trip down nostalgia lane for me. Again, that's First Year Orientation. It is co-edited by Lauren Gabaldi and Eric Smith. So many great authors in here, and I think you'll dig it. All right, so that's my first one. My second one, don't be like me, y'all. If you've been around here for a minute, you also know that I have a tendency to read books out of order because I just didn't realize this is like classic me. I'm constantly doing this. And so here's what had happened. I went to a bookstore and I saw on the shelf a novel by Adrienne Marie Brown, whose work I have read and loved, nonfiction work I've read and loved, Emergent Strategy, like, blew my brain. I'm pretty sure I talked about it on a backlist to the future about nonfiction that relates to speculative fiction. But anyway, Brown is an amazing writer. And I was like, what? There's a novel I didn't know about it. And it's a post-apocalyptic, like, post-pandemic sort of intense book that I was like, this is amazing. And I was literally done with it 
when I realized, and it's my own fault, like the backflap said, that I wasn't paying attention before I realized that it's actually number two in the series. Maroons is the second book in the Grievers trilogy. The first book is Grievers. And hopefully we'll get the third book sometime in the future. I cannot wait. But I just love this book so much. So I really wanted to talk about it. It is heavy. I just said, you know, the words post-apocalyptic, post-pandemic, like all of that stuff. So it actually is more like mid-epidemic. There is racism. There is so much grief. I mean, the series is literally called The Grievers for a reason. And in book two, we are following Dune, who is an activist and has emerged from this pandemic or the initial start of it deeply changed and saddened and trying to figure out how to put her life back together. She's alone. She's scavenging for food. She's in Detroit and strange things are happening around her. Um, Plants are growing in places they shouldn't be growing, among other things. And it is so beautifully written. Oh, my goodness. The prose just knocked me absolutely over. I fell for these characters so hard. I just can't even tell you. (laughs) They're my like ragtag found family queer fiction children. I love them. I want nothing but good for them. And I love how Brown is playing with a bunch of different tropes here um, and putting her own unique spin on them. It's just really incredibly well done. And This is one of those books that like you wouldn't want to live in this world, but also you're like, well, we kind of do live in this world. And also, I just want to know these people like these people are amazing characters that I would want to know. One of them has a radio show and I'm like, I would listen to that radio show. (laughs) So it's just I just really am babbling at this point. I love this book. I love that AK Press is doing this Black Dawn series, which is focused on Black authors doing speculative work. And I'm going to be reading more from it. And I just had to tell you all about it. So again, that is Maroons, which again, technically the second in the series, read the first one first. I'm sure it's excellent. It's called Grievers. I will put it in the show notes. But Maroons is waiting for you when you get done with Grievers. And it is fantastic. Dark, but fantastic. So that's my pitch. Both of these would make great gifts, actually, especially the second one if you have people who love Emily St. John Mandel's Station Eleven or N.K. Jemison's Fifth Season, or even I think Nana Kwame Ajebrenya's work. Uh, this is all, it's a good comp for all of those authors. So definitely keep that in mind for your gifting this year and for your own reading. All right, that's it. SFFIA is sound edited by Caitlin Brame. So many thanks to her, as always, for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you all for listening, as always. Uh, you can email us at sffia at bookriot.com. If you're hearing this before the 9th, you still have time to get in your holiday gifting slash personal reading requests. Shoot us an email. Let us know what you're looking for. We'll do our holiday gifting show the week before. Well, anyway, the next show after that. <laughs> what is time? And yeah, we would love to get your questions. You can also review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We love that too. We love to see those help other nerds find the show. And speaking of finding us, I am going on my pretty annual holiday winter 
social media break. But if you need details about me or things, you can go to my website, jenirl.com, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or always you can find me here. And that's it. Happy reading. Happy reading.